It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. So today, apparently I have decided to officially do a hot beverage every time I'm recording now. Like now it's happening on purpose. Like I'm leaning into it and I was like, oh, I'm going to go record and I better make a turmeric latte. So let's find out what today's turmeric latte tastes like. And again, it is in my super huge purple mug with the spider on the side. Well, for one, it's too hot for me still. (laughs) So I will be enjoying it more later on. And I think it could use more nutmeg and cinnamon. I didn't use any recipe at all now that I know kind of what the ingredients are. I'm I'm sure I missed something, but I grabbed the vanilla extract and I grabbed turmeric because it is a turmeric latte. And then I did cinnamon and nutmeg. And I don't know if the recipe that I had followed before, which, you know, you could, I could probably go back and listen to the episode and then know, but I won't bother to do that. Um, if there's another ingredient, but, uh, maybe I should check it. Who knows? There's a million things happening. We'll see if it happens. So yeah, I think it needs a little bit more flavor. I think it has enough turmeric in it. Anyway, these are my thoughts on my turmeric latte. And if you happen to have a favorite fall beverage, I I want to know about it. Because I love cozy things in mugs. Well, I could just ramble about my favorite fall scene involving blankets and fireplaces and books for like 10 minutes. So we'll we'll just move on from that. Um, today I want to talk about the seasons and the moon and how they correlate with each other and how we can live each of the four seasons. I know I just did a special episode on autumn and fall, um, but I feel like if we don't understand or have like a gist of all four seasons and what they mean, then it's harder to see the purpose of the season that we're in, in relationship to the other seasons. Like, how do we know what we're supposed to be doing right now if we don't know um, where we came from in the previous seasons, what we're prepping for in the next season, if we're prepping, and what's coming in the seasons, you know, the next two seasons after that. Like, because if you think about your life in these seasons and the vibe that goes with them, you can have this high-level perspective, and it really slows you down because you start thinking in seasons rather than based on, what is it called, the Gregorian calendar? That's the version of the calendar that we all live by now. And I still have to-do lists, but I feel like maybe they're a little bit different, and my business planning is different with how I do things, and I've really leaned into the beginning of my year is in the springtime. I don't really feel like the beginning of the year in January anymore. If you've been a podcast listener for a while, you've definitely heard me talk about that for a couple Januaries in a row. 
So let's just lean into what the purpose is for each of the seasons and how it correlates with the moon. So how you can live that cycle each month and then how you can live that cycle each year. And then I just want to mention really quickly that I'm actually having a sale um, on different services that you can get from me. And I'm calling it the spooky sale because why not? It's good from right now. It's active right now through Halloween. And you can get 20% off on tarot card readings, um, energy healing sessions, and soul messages. Previously, I had called them conversations with your soul. But I always felt like I had a mouthful of marbles and that my pen would run out of ink every time I had to write it or type it or whatever. And so I, I kind of got this download that it's supposed to be called Soul Messages now. So you can get 20% off in, on any of those services if you sign up between now and the end of the month, Halloween. Um, again, the code, the code for that is SPOOKY20. And I'll put links for all of it in the show notes. And you actually put the coupon code in when you uh, click the link for the service you want. You actually need to put the code in to get the discount. Um, so let's get started. Okay, the first season that I like to talk about when I talk about the kind of the wheel of the year, uh, which I don't even know if I'm using that term right, but it's spring. I like to talk about spring first because the energy of spring is beginnings. We are emerging from the quiet and solitude and kind of be the being insideness of winter. And so there's this fresh emergence, this bursting forth that is happening all over in nature, right? Okay, the latte is still slightly too hot for me. I want it to be like tepid bathwater, apparently, in terms of the temperature, not that I actually want to drink bath water. Now I've gone down a weird path. Okay. So all of this nature is emerging and it's full of life. And there is a lot of reproduction happening and um, a lot of like sensuality that's happening and a lot of coming forth with, with just our, our best selves like with the flowers and the bees are running around and the birds are so happy and the trees are, you know, bringing back their leaves and um, wanting to gather up the sunlight, right? So when we look at what is happening in nature, and, and honestly, you pause for a moment and you consider what you observe in nature in the springtime and what nature in the springtime feels like to you and what springtime feels like to you. Um, and just hold that in yourself. And that is what we're supposed to be focusing on. So when we go about our lives, we might have additional excitement. We might want to start new things. And so if there's something new that you want to start, um, starting it in the springtime is a great place to do that. Um, okay, so now let's link the season to the moon cycle. There are four major moon cycles, phases of the moon, but really like every single day it's doing something different, right? She's constantly changing. So 
it's called the first quarter moon um, when you're in springtime. So that's after the new moon. So the new moon is when the moon is dark. And then when there starts to be new light being added to the moon, that's when we're emerging into spring. And so when it's at its first quarter, when it's like halfway lit up, is when we would maybe like officially say that it's springtime. But even approaching the half, the moon being half lit up, which is the first quarter moon, is the same energy. So again, the moon has been dark and now the moon is emerging. And so again, it's that rising energy. You're having an increase in energy. You're more curious. Maybe you have multiple things on your plate that you're wanting to explore. You are eager. You're wanting to go out and be with people more. You're wanting to... Gosh, everything is just so new and exciting and you want to drink it all in. And you don't have your full energy yet. And you're not at like your peakness yet. And so sometimes you might need to not push as far as you want to. But the next season is coming, right? And so spring is associated with the first quarter moon. And then we come into summer, the next season after, after spring. And now everything is at its fullest. The sun is high in the sky. It's, it's hot in lots of places. And there's this go, go, go energy of fully embracing life. Everything is at full tilt. The days are longer. So you literally have more light to get more done. So before electricity, um, you, your day was determined by how much sunlight there was, right? And so the day was literally longer so you could get more done in a day or you could experience more in a day um, out in the world. And so we're primed to be that way, right? And then... The moon phase that's associated with the summer of this full tilt energy. And this is more of a masculine energy with the sun being so prominent. And so there might be the desire to accomplish a lot and to really get through things. And the way that you get through it might be more masculine. It might be more feminine. It depends on who you are. But the desire to um, achieve and have it happen is present regardless if that is work-based or fun-based or just life improvement-based, right? Um, so the full moon is associated with the summer. And again, the full moon is radiating and she is kind of wild. And the full moon can bring out a lot of emotions. The full moon can tug at us um, in our emotional bodies and in our the waters in our bodies because the moon tugs at the tides. And actually I saw a really interesting video from Neil deGrasse Tyson, that super scientist. And he actually was saying that it's not that the moon changes the tides uh, and pulls on them. It's actually that there's always a bulge of water pulled in the direction of the moon and that the earth rotates through that bulge of water when he showed the video clip of like the the digital 
picture of it that someone had created the artist rendering of it like my mind was literally blown so it's not that the moon is tugging on them and then letting them go and then tugging on them and then letting it go there's always a tug and then we just we rotate underneath it the earth rotates underneath it and it totally blew my mind and now i'm i'm totally lost in the fascination of that and I, maybe you can look it up i don't even know what to call it sorry <coughs> excuse me if i can find if i can find the video clip of it i'll put it in my instagram stories but i don't know sometime today or this weekend or something because i've got a million things i've got a million things i'm doing right now um and so the moon can play with our emotions but the moon also wants us to be in our fullest fullest selves there's a lot of manifestation energy that can come with the full moon not that you're asking to manifest but that you are manifesting what you asked for and just a little tidbit here if you are a person who has a period or used to have a period when you are ovulating when the egg bursts out of your ovary that has the same energy as the full moon and as the season of summer and so there's a lot of radiating femininity that comes with that ovum being burst out and like being attracted to you even though it's also a really masculine energy time because you have more energy to go 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 so that's the season of summer so now we're gonna lean into autumn which i talked about before so i'm not gonna spend as much time with so autumn is a time of we've reached our peak of the summer and now we're starting to slow down again right and that is associated with the third quarter moon so the moon is now half unlit so it was full and now it is reducing in size it's called a waxing gibbous and then it gibbous is when it's more than half full so it's a waxing sorry waning i said it wrong it's a waning gibbous waning meaning getting smaller and smaller and then it becomes the third quarter moon at its third quarter and that is when we're associated with fall and this is a slowing down a letting go and it's getting things finished up for winter so if you want to know more about autumn i just did that whole episode on it it's like three episodes ago and you can totally dive into it and then also remember that i have your autumn goddess guidebook that is out right now for you and you can just dm me or email me um, anyway, you can get a hold of me. Just say the the words "Autumn Goddess" to me in like the comment or the description of the email or whatever, and then I'll get the Autumn Goddess guidebook sent off to you. And it is a series of journaling prompts about your relationship with autumn and what you want to do with autumn. But it's also a deepening understanding of the energies of autumn and how we're supposed to live our lives in autumn. And there's three sections in it. Uh, the rest and slow section, the section on to keep, to shed, like we're literally going through our lives um, and deciding which parts of self and life to keep and which ones to shed, to let go of. And then the third section is tying up loose ends. And it really can shift your perspective on how to live this season, um, even if you only half-ass you know going through it and don't even do all the questions it could like journaling all the questions it could still really shift 
how you ease into this um, season. And remember, you haven't missed autumn. Autumn goes all the way until December 21st, the official season of fall. So you can get it anytime and contemplate. Anyway, so the next season after fall is winter, as you know, and that is when we were supposed to um, deepen into ourselves. You'll notice that in the fall, all of the trees are losing their leaves, but then in the winter, they're focusing on their root system. And maybe they're focusing on their trunk. I actually haven't researched that, but they're focusing more on their root system because they don't have their leaves. They don't have to maintain their leaves so they can maintain other aspects of themselves. I know that we enjoy their leaves and think they're beautiful. And sometimes we can associate not having the leaves with a feeling of death or sadness or whatever. Not everyone feels that way. I know some people do, but they're really focusing on other areas of themselves. And I believe that that's what all the plant life is doing. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go inward during the winter. We're supposed to be more contemplative with our soul. And really this time is a time of self-exploration. We can really also tune in more to our spiritual selves, our intuitive selves in the winter, we might get more downloads. And the winter is associated with the moon phase of the new moon, where the moon is dark. So there's no light in the sky, again, before electricity. Um, there's no light in the sky coming from the moon to light your way. And so you are just with yourself in the darkness of night. Um, which, depending on how you approach that, like I could see that being really a magical experience as a person who meditates deeply. I could go even more deeply because I'm surrounded by darkness in the world. I mean, because I live in the city in a time with electricity, that's not as likely. But that darkness, I really believe like it affects us. And then that is a time to work on our inner selves. And then you can see you emerge into spring, bringing with you what you have learned about yourself in winter. So you're coming full circle and you have, you have the opportunity to live those four seasons every month through the moon cycle. And so if you're following the moon, you can live each of the four seasons in the middle of any season. So if it's a full moon in the summer, that's like double energy of summer and full moon energy. And if you're at a new moon in the winter, it's like double energy of that. Okay. <sighs> also, I just want to let you know that today is Friday the 13th and I don't know a lot about it, but I like it. And there's a lot of information online. If you want to just boopity boop, understand more about why Friday the 13th was made to be scary when actually, based on some of the reading that I have done, it is was originally a more sacred number and connected to the Divine Feminine. So, of course, I like it. But you can check it out more uh, with your own searches online. And I think it's a fascinating and fun way to lean into your own goddess femininity. I'm just contemplating if there's anything else I wanted to say to you. 
but I guess that is it. I hope that this helps you think about, well, actually, okay, I do want to say this. So I laid all of this out for you so that when you're contemplating your life, we have this inner urge and drive to get everything done now. Some of us, I'm attempting to unlearn that. But if you look at the seasons of our life and the earth and the moon cycles, you can plan your life accordingly. You can say, well, this thing that I want to do matches the energy of this certain season or this certain moon phase. And so then you can choose on purpose to plan your life in accordance with the seasons and the moon cycles. So if you need a lot of energy to do something, maybe you do it on a full moon or maybe you do it in the summer. If it's something that is more contemplative, maybe you prep it at the waxing, um, <coughs> sorry, prep it at a waxing moon where the moon is getting bigger and then, or sorry, prep it on a waning moon. I'm getting it all mixed up. I'm so sorry. Prep it on a waning moon where you're like tying up loose ends so that it's ready and you don't have to do it during the new moon where it's supposed to be inner contemplation and rest so that you're ready for the rest. And then you engage fully with that inner contemplative experience without having all of the hubbub busyness that surrounds it. Um, Anyway, there's many, many ways that you can live with the seasons and live with the moon cycles. So I'm curious if you have started doing this or are already doing this. How are you doing? What are you doing? And what is working for you? My dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.